pretty sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. The most wonderful time of the year. Bells will be hanging and balls will be swaying near your ear. It's the most wonderful time of your rear. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever grow up. I realize that. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. I am so mad at the world for for the day after christmas just shutting it all down it's like the biggest build-up and then christmas happens and then everyone's done it's like it's like a holiday orgasm and everyone's done afterwards just they got the towel they cleaned up the mess and there's no sign of any fucking fun and i'm sick of it my mom's i'm sitting here in my mom's house the goddamn tree is shut off. Excuse me, Nancy. Last time I checked, holidays go as long as your heart allows. <laughs> the damn tree is off, and I don't fucking like it. You know, I am an adult, but I feel like I, I want to hang on to my childhood, you know? And I would appreciate if people will let Christmas linger a little fucking longer, because I feel like it came and it went. And even though everybody is really excited to get 2016 the fuck over with, because I feel like it's been a very tragically pivotal point for a lot of people, but a dark, dark year. <laughs> I know I can say with sheer confidence that 2016 has been my most challenging year of my life. Fuck you, 2016. I don't know if anyone saw that on my Twitter. By the way, I'm on all the social medias. Follow me. It's usually just my name, Jessie Mae Peluso. I'm on the Twitter. I'm on the Instagram. I'm on the Facebook fan page. I have a Facebook fan page. Fan page. That's my Syracuse accent coming out. Check me out on Facebook on my fan page. Uh, it's comedian Jessie Mae Peluso. I post there most out of anything. Uh, that's my sort of my home base for all of my social media. So check me out there. I give a lot of shit away. Um, speaking of giving shit away, shows coming up January 4th at Ox in Oxford, California. I'm going to be at Levity Live January 12th, Irvine Improv at Irvine, California. Um, January 19th, 20th and 21st. I will be at the House of Comedy in the Mall of America. I don't know if anyone's ever been to Minnesota. It's in Bloomington, Minnesota, the Mall of America, Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. I've been playing it for a couple years now. So much fun. It's The comedy club is in the mall. It is hard to hang on to your paycheck because there are 37,000 stores, uh, a giant amusement park, a water park, and a seal. I think there's a seal in this mall. That may be the mall in Alberta, Canada that I'm mixing it up with. But, you know, I'm sure if I brought a seal, no one would stop me. They'd be like, yeah, that's the mall seal for the day. I know that guy. That's Salvador, the seal. <laughs> um, so uh, that's where I'm going to be January 19th, 2021st. 
And then February 9th, 10th, and 11th, I'm going to be in Boston at Laugh Boston for Valentine's Day weekend. Y'all come out, you know, have a lot of, have a laugh, have some chowder, park your car, have a good time at the Laugh Boston. Um, I, I lived in Boston. That's where I started a comedy. So I'm excited to go back there. And then February 16th, 17th, 18th. Oh, wait, sorry. February 16th, I'm at Del Lago Resort and Casino. Where the fuck is that? I don't know where that is, so Google that. Del Lago Resort and Casino. (laughs) I'm looking at my calendar, and it's literally like opening up a present. I don't know what I'm going to find. You never know what you're going to get. February 17th, 18th, and 19th, San Jose Improv in San Jose, California. As always, jessiemay.com for tickets. If you mention this podcast, email me at sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com for free motherfucking tickets. I give away free motherfucking tickets. If you mention it, I may give you a free ticket to come see me live at any show that is close to you anywhere. Or I'll give away tickets to other comedians. You want to go see Bill Bellamy? Email me, jessiemaypelusocomedy at gmail.com. Uh, actually, there are two emails. I got to figure out which one we're using here. Sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com. That's what you're going to use. Not jessiemaypelusocomedy. That's for other stuff. So that's that, okay? And Nancy better turn the fucking Christmas lights back on. Yeah, I'm done. That's my mom after the holidays. Absolutely not. I am done with the holidays. I can't take it anymore. She just walks around in her house sweater and a glass of wine. My mom, if they made an action figure of my mom, she would would have a shawl, a box of wine, and a remote control in her hand so she can watch Lifetime Network and Law & Order. (laughs) She'd have a magical shawl. Oh, man. I actually had a lot of fun last night. I went out with one of my friends, Jules Oliver, who I've known for almost two decades, which is which is a shocking fact in of itself. Um, if you live in New York City, you got to look her up. She has a, a organizing company called Organize NY, and she can help organize your life. Anything. Anything that is a mess in your life, she can help you fix up. She's an amazing organizer and uh, she's made a business out of it in New York City. So check her out. But her and I, we did a little meet meet up last night in Syracuse's Armory Square. Oh my God. And it was just delightful. We went to Empire Brewing Company, which if you're in Syracuse, you must stop by and check out. Although your lights were on a little bright last night, Empire Brewing Company. Uh, you know, restaurants, sometimes they, they don't understand the value of good lighting. I don't want to be able to dissect what I'm eating. Just can you lower the lights a little bit? I don't want to see all the flaws in my face and also my steak's face. <laughs> can I get a soft ambient glow over here instead of like a mortuary uh, morgue fluorescent bright light? Can you just give me that much? But they have really delicious beer. They brew their own beer. So you got to check it out. Then we ventured over to the Blue Tusk, which is a staple in Syracuse. Apparently somebody got shot outside of the Blue Tusk during uh, Thanksgiving, which is fucking tragic. 
Uh, nobody got shot last night. I didn't even do a shot last night. I just had a bunch of nitro stouts, which is like my favorite beer to have. And then we went over to Kitty Hoynes, which is a classic, beautiful Irish bar in Syracuse, New York. You got to check these places out. I ran into my old friend Moody McCarthy, who is a stand-up comedian from Syracuse, who's been on Letterman a ton of times, and he's just a class act. Any comedian who knows Moody has nothing but good things to say about him. And he's almost 50. I think he is 50. I'm sorry, Moody, but I was shocked. I can't believe you're 50. To be a guy, you know how fucking lucky you guys are? You get older and you get more wrinkles on your face and you're distinguished. We get older as women. We get wrinkles on our face and we're motherfucking witches. It's just not fair. It's this double standard in society and I'm here to crack down on it. Um, My... <laughs> My Christmas was pretty good, you know? My sister's kid, Elliot, is 10 months old now, and he's the cutest thing ever, and he laughs, and he actually got excited about presents, which I thought, that's advanced. But I think everyone says that about their nephew or their kid. They think their kid is smart. Well, that's advanced. That's really, wow. He's standing up. That's advanced. You know, its parents are a little too coddly with their kid. My sister's actually pretty good i'm burping up nitro beer from last night i apologize my sister's actually pretty good with it you know he falls down she doesn't make a big fuss of it he does something good she praises him he does something bad she kicks him in the face she's a balanced parent really is what i'm trying to say i just don't like the parents that are overly um celebratory of mediocre things that their kids do (laughs) and of course i'm saying this as somebody Who's never had a kid? So maybe, I don't know, when your kid grab, hangs on to something, it's exciting. But I, I don't think I'm going to overly praise him for dumb shit, especially when he gets it wrong. Because then you're just going to create an asshole. You're going to create a little entitled fuck. And I don't want to make an entitled fuck. I want to make a considerate human being. And I, my, my nephew, Elliot, is going to be a considerate human being because him... My sister and her husband are very good with that. But I've seen parents like this lady I was hanging out with. She had a kid like two years old, maybe a little uh, under two. This thing's Google goggle, like not making any sort of discernible sentence. No English is coming out of this kid's face. I mean, my dad, after 14 Michelob Ultras and 16 vodka sodas makes more sense than this kid. He was like, gar, 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 gar. And then the mom was like, that's right, Afghanistan. My son speaks English perfectly. And you're, it's like, what? He didn't say Afghanistan. He, he was choking on his own spit. No words came out of his mouth. And it happened like three times. The kid was like, go, 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 go. She's like, that's right, Wisconsin. He knows his states. Like, what? Is Wisconsin even a state? I don't think you even know what's going on. I just don't like that because then you're, 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 you're prepping your kid to be a fucking idiot. And he thinks when he does dumb things, he's doing good things. Stop with the mediocrity and praising it. Okay. You stop giving your kids awards for every little fucking thing they do. I'm sorry. I'm sniffling. I have a little bit of an upstate reaction. I've lived in LA for a while. I come back here and my body's like, what? is 50 degrees. (laughs) What is this thing that's making me freezing? Um, 
Yeah, it's just like, you know, you're going to make your kid into an asshole. Stop celebrating. Enough awards. We got enough awards out there. How about how about start neglecting? Let's get back to neglect. I think neglect makes better people. <laughs> Look at me. No, I'm just kidding. I wasn't that neglected. Nancy, you did a great job. My mother filled me with love and magical Christmases. We always had magical Christmases until this year when Nancy turned into the Grinch December 26th and shut off all the goddamn electricity in the house. I can't handle it. I'm done with Christmas. <laughs> turned into the, the Grinch who stole Christmas. You know who the Grinch who stole Christmas? That's Nancy motherfucking Finley. Don't Google my mom. Everyone calm down. But, you know, she always made magical holidays. My sister can attest to that. Like as kids growing up, Every holiday was so much fun and magical. And, you know, my mom did the whole thing where she hid Easter eggs all over the house. Like we literally had an Easter egg hunt. Uh, and Christmas, I remember like coming downstairs and, and sneaking a peek and seeing all the presents and being like, yo, Santa hooked it up. Is it believing in something so magical? It's so powerful when you think about it as a kid, believing in Santa Claus. And I don't think people realize the effect that can have on a child, especially for developmental reasons, like when they become an adult. I think believing in something is an important aspect of life. And, and that's why Christmas is so motherfucking magical. I'm not high right now. Maybe I am. I'm not, I don't know. (laughs) I just, I really believe in the magic of Christmas. I know this is starting to sound like the beginning of a lifetime holiday movie, but it's not. I just think having your children believe in that is, it can make them become a more whole human being because that belief can carry on into different aspects of your life. Believing in yourself. If, if, if people believed in themselves as adults as much as they believed in Christmas as a child, imagine what you can accomplish. And it's an important thing to hang on to because too much in life, we're too hard on ourselves. We're way too hard on ourselves. We don't realize these little feats of accomplishments that we acquire throughout our lifetime because we, we focus on the negative. We, we, and that's a survival tactic, you know, focusing on the negative is, is a part of a human survival tactic because when we focus on the negative, we're able to, to compartmentalize and figure out how to plan to avoid the negative. We got to start focusing on the positive because the positive is what gets you strength to get through the negative. And I think it's important for us to just make notes of the accomplishments we've made in our life. And, and I think Christmas and Santa Claus and believing in all that as a child sets the foundation to be able to believe in yourself as an adult. Fuck, where do I go from here? That shit was profound. (laughs) Yo, did I just have an Oprah aha moment? Fuck you. Okay. Where's my goddamn sponsorship, NPR? You cunts. (laughs) over here you know I'm just saying and this I'm speaking to myself when I say all this because I'm so hard on myself and I think that's a characteristic that a lot of artists have you know we're constantly trying to redefine and and evolve and 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 
get better and and we're so hard on ourselves we're so hard on ourselves because nothing's ever good enough nothing's ever good enough because we know it can be better and that's a dangerous place to get into because if you keep that cycle going on in your brain you won't ever really evolve or grow it's almost like it's almost like an escape goat in a sense because if you keep focusing on that you don't ever actually have to move past it and grow and change so it's important as an artist and just as a human being in general to learn from not necessarily your mistakes, but to learn from your insecurities and to not let them weigh you down. I've been second guessing myself too long and I've been focusing on the negative too much. And I'm starting to realize 2016, as hard as it's been, and I know it's been hard for a lot of you fuckers out there. There's been deaths. I've had so many deaths this year. And look at all the artists. We lost rock stars. The fucking music industry got shook in 2016. We had Prince and David Bowie. You fucking George, you took George 2016? Come on. Look how hard 2016 has been. 2016 is a type of year where all of those difficult times are the most defining times in your life. And it's hard to see it when you're in it. But 2016 is going to be that year when you look back on it, you are going to cherish it. You're going to cherish it because of how strong it made you. And the strength usually only manifests in the wake of the tragedy or the wake of the hard times or after every all the dust has settled and everything has calmed down. The strength you really only realize afterwards. Because it's hard when you're in it to, to realize that the pain you're feeling is, is making you stronger. It's hard to realize that. But trust me, all the hard shit you're going through, it is vital. It is the most important part of life. And, and I am going to go back to fucking Christmas. Because the belief in Christmas as a child, honestly, is, is the thing that carries you through the hard times as an adult. And I believe in that. I believe in that wholeheartedly. And, and that comes from a lot of things. But one of the most important things that comes from is good parenting and instilling those values in your child. That's where tradition sometimes comes in and plays a really important place in your child's life. And I'm not a parent. I'm, this is just all speculation. As somebody who's an observant person and intuitive to the human condition, I'm just saying as a, as a parent, don't fucking half-ass it. Don't half-ass it. You, you, you made a human being, and it may be d- hard sometimes, but you got to give up some of your own stuff and give it to your kid so you can, so you can give them everything they need to be strong and to, to do something good in this world and to think outside of themselves. Okay, you fucks? And that starts with making them believe in Santa Claus. All this podcast is really just me mad that Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> If your kid's here in the car, I'm just kidding. He's real. He's watching. He's waiting while you sleep. I don't know what the song is, but just, you know, he's in your closet all year long until one night when he gives you presents. Santa Claus is like the ultimate absentee father. He shows up once a year with presents and then he's gone 363 days of the year or 364. How many days are in a year? Is it leap year? Okay. I'm going to stop while I'm ahead. (laughs) But I'm just saying, hang on to some magic. Magic is good, and, and positivity is good. 
Positivity is important for your soul. It's as important as the dark, difficult, adverse times. There's a balance to everything. And you have to respect the moment you are in. You have to respect the point you are in your life because it is a lesson. It is an opportunity for growth. And growth is the essence of of existence. Growth is, is the definition of life. Everything's growing and changing and evolving. It has to. That's nature. And we are a part of that system. So when you are going through a moment of adversity, ask yourself, what am I going to learn from this moment? What is this moment going to teach me? How am I going to get stronger from this? And what can I do to help other people from what I've learned from this moment? That's the most important thing in life, man. Everything else is fuck all. What kind of shoes you're wearing, you know, what kind of car you're driving, what you do for a living. Don't let what you do define you. You should define everything you do in your life. Do a ton of shit. Do everything you want to do. Just because you're a banker doesn't mean you're just a banker. Maybe you like rock climbing. Maybe you're really good at making delicious souffles. <laughs> you don't have to be limited to one thing in your life. And, and guess what? You can change anything. You can have a new career tomorrow. Oh, Jessie Mae, that's easier said than done. You're a white girl in America. Yeah, well, you know what? I know a lot of people who aren't white girls in America that are making it happen and making changes every goddamn day. I hear excuses. I hear fear. I hear somebody scared to make a change. I don't hear anything but fear. A little bit of fear is good. Too much will drown your ass. You got to teach yourself to swim so you can get through that motherfucking fear. I'm going to be honest with you. I watched Tony Robbins' I Am Not Your Guru documentary on Netflix and I fucking got a new fire in my loins. <laughs> I watched it a couple weeks ago. Yo, I knew a little bit about Tony Robbins and this isn't all from him. Like this is a lot of this is from weed. Smoking marijuana, whether you people want to believe it or not, opens up pathways in your brains neurologically and connects synapses that weren't connected before. That's just that's science. Okay, whether you want to believe that or not, if you want to have your jaded, judgmental opinion and call me a pothead, go ahead, go ahead. Enjoy your coffee, Coke, and buttered bread that's clogging up your arteries and your soul. I'll be over here with my joint, chilling out, realizing what the true values are in life while you're judging me from your Coke tower. Okay, you cunt whore. (laughs) But these epiphanies and these connections that I'm making are from an amalgamation of a lot of different things. Some of it's marijuana. Some of it is having some time with my family and realizing who I am as a person, reconnecting with my soul. Some of it is experiencing this new baby in my life, my sister's nephew, who honestly has been the most joyful, beautiful creature I have ever met. It makes me, it brings tears to my eye, just one eye, not both. I don't care about them that much. brings tears to my right eye, not my left eye. I don't like the kid that much. No, but just to have like this beautiful new soul in my life. And it comes from, you know, me having a very difficult year. I've had health issues. I've had personal problems with my man. You know, he's suffering from combat PTSD and that's been very difficult. And that's opened my mind to real problems, real strife, what really matters. And some of it is honestly from watching this Tony Robbins documentary, 
you know, I knew about him and I, he's sort he's an iconic figure in, in our culture, but he's also been kind of made fun of because he's, he's a, you know, he's essentially a life coach, but he, he, he attributes a lot of what he's able to do because of trauma, because of what he experienced. He went through adversity and he asked himself, what am I learning in these moments? And he turned that around into a career where he is helping people. And, and he's been able to have this sort of aggressive, aggressive's wrong term, but this very spot on psychological approach to helping people change their lives. You got to watch this shit. And it's not me sipping the tea, man. You know, I was just bored one night. I'm like, let me watch Tony Robbins. I've heard about, I don't really know much about him and I've judged this dude and that's not fair. And I was totally blown away. It makes me want to go to one of his seminars. Um, and I'm going to buy one of his books. I, I think the dude has tapped into something. I wonder if he smoked weed. He's, he's must've done something, but he's so jacked up. He's, he's definitely a healthy person and you can still be a healthy person and smoke weed. I'm just, I'm just curious about what kind of psychedelics and drugs he's done in his life because he's so tapped in. He's so tapped in man that it's, it's, it's inspiring. And that's, that's important. That's an important aspect to have in your life. Because when you're in these hard times, you need little glimpses of hope and glimpses of perspective. So that's what today has been about. A little Peluso perspective for your ass. Because I know you've had a hard motherfucking year. I know you have. Because I have too. And I looked on Twitter and all the people on Twitter have had a hard fucking year. I tweeted, dear 2016, fuck you, love Jesse May. And a lot of people were like, yeah, fuck that bitch. <laughs> But she's going to be the most important bitch for us. She's going to be that bitch that we look back on and, and, and think, damn, I needed her. I needed her to ground me, to remind me my life is short, to remind me that I am a, a mortal being, to remind me that I am responsible for my actions, to remind me that I am able to change, and to remind me that I'm able to affect people in a positive way. Because that's what it comes down to. That's the true value of life is to live a positive life live a full life and treat people with love lead with love Woo! i deserve a joint and a cheeseburger you guys have been beautiful man i love you okay i'm pissed at my mom for shutting the tree off but it's okay i'm gonna go shit in that lady's bed right now i love you guys <gasps> wow what's this this is the North Pole. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Where's the snow? Why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Make work your favorite. That's your favorite, okay? Okay. Work is your new favorite. Fine. It's time for the announcement. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. He'll be here to take pictures with all the children. Yeah. Just keep your receipts. 10 a.m. tomorrow. 10 a.m. tomorrow. Santa's coming to town. Yes. Can you sign this for me? Oh, hi.